0: Everybody and welcome no welcome to another episode of NBA DFS Today. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I am here to uh help you break down this Thursday. Is that the day it is? Thursday slate. That is uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games, a nine game Thursday slate with Sports Ethos's podcast, NBA DFS today. And um, you know, had some, had some nice calls in the last one that I was on personally. I know Horace and, and Mies, uh, you know, we're, were holding it down for me after a few days there. But, um, had some decent calls in the last pot I did. And, uh, not too upset with it. You know, I think my value calls have been just underperforming. I, you know, I've liked the ownership I've gotten on them. I just, I seem to get the cold streak guys all every time. I did dink tonight uh, on this slate on the Wednesday slate, so... Hopefully we can keep that going at least, uh, and hopefully get the big one. I really want the big one. I really want that to happen. It's going to happen this season. We're going to will it to happen. We are going to do that. Um, if you guys don't already, go follow at BK. It's got all of your up-to-date, up-to-the-minute fantasy news, our blurb feed, which I was hoping to run tonight. It was a blast, I tell you. My brain's not broken at all. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, it is a lot of fun. And um, Also, do follow at DFS as well. So you can go ahead and get some goodies there. All right, let's hop right into this, guys. I'm going to just kind of maybe touch on, because um, there's a lot of stuff that we're still kind of waiting on here in terms of, you know, information. So, you know, my, my mind's going to change about this between now and, and lock. No, There's no way about it. Uh, pretty much guaranteed. So you guys want to get that $5 DFS pass. Um, again, Sportitos.com. Uh, go check it out and uh, five bucks a month and, and you know you can pick my brain up until lock see what i'm doing uh, some of my pivots are great some of my pivots not so great um, my pivots recently in the last couple of states have been pretty pretty decent uh, or my cho- choice not to pivot has also been pretty decent in some scenarios so um, but we do have a pretty interesting one here i'll probably just give you kind of my top thoughts for each game here and we'll try to zoom through them give you you know give you what you need in about 25 30 minutes hopefully so let's talk about Portland and Cleveland. And Portland and Cleveland, we have, a, I think I saw an 11-point spread here. Um, yeah, 11.5-point spread in favor of the, of the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. 220 is the game total. And look, I mean, I think, you know, um, anyone going against, against the Portland Trailblazers, I've got interest in. I've definitely got interest in those those duders. I land on a pretty decent uh, dummy lineup here, which is full of guys I love. Um, no real stars, though. But um, one star that I am confident about. Uh, well, I do have a couple stars, but we'll talk about them. But um, no, like, super-duper spend-up stars. It's a nine-game slate. I don't feel like you have to do that. But one guy I want to talk about, though, here is Donovan Mitchell, um, 9,300. Definitely think he's a strong uh, star play here. Because I do think a lot of people are going to spend up for Trey Young at 9,700. Or they're going to go to DeJounte Murray 8,200. And I can't blame them because they're playing the Spurs. We'll talk about that game in a bit here. But... Um, I feel like it's a little bit of a pivot here. I feel like it's going to be a little bit less ownership than than what we could usually um you know determine on these slates here. Um so hopefully that happens. 9300. I think he might be um let's see. He is the oh, he's not the he's not anywhere close to the most expensive. He's 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 tenth, He's the 10th most expensive uh play on the slate. But again, I just feel like the ownership piece is going to be in our favor. The top guys, I'm just, you know, I mean, Giannis is playing the Chicago Bulls. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think the Bucks are just going to destroy the Bulls. The Bulls have no soul right now, no 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 drive to win basketball games, so there's no way I'm, I'm backing the Bulls right now. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton uh, against the Miami Heat. Miami Heat, as we know, really tough defensive team like to grind that, those games out, so I'm not super interested there either. Um, we'll talk about that game too. Shea Gildas Alexander is the next expensive guy against the Lakers. Uh, I mean, sure. I think a lot of people probably go there maybe. Um, I don't know. It's 10-5, so it's, it's kind of expensive. So maybe not. Uh, Anthony Davis against the OKC Thunder. Uh, yeah, that, that, that one definitely intrigues me because I do know that the Thunder have issues against, uh, you know, uh, big guys, but it is 10,200. And we know Anthony Davis just disappears sometimes. So it's not at all, uh, an absolute guaranteed lock. LeBron James, ninety nine hundred, same game against OKC Thunder. Uh, I mean, if I'm going to spend it up in that game, I'm just going to go to Anthony Davis, and then I'm not going to have LeBron James, so I, I don't think I'll have any LeBron James. Steph Curry is the next guy. And his Clippers, I mean, just, yeah, like, Clippers are a tough defensive team, too. I just don't feel like Steph Curry has to do as much as he did in the past, or he's just maybe not capable of it. I don't know. Um, I mean, he, he's always capable of putting up a 56-point game, but... Uh, but as you can see, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm, and then and then you've got Trey Young, and that's kind of where where I'm like, okay, well, I can see you going to Trey Young, so I think a lot of people are gonna at, uh, are gonna fall Trey Young um, as that top play, and uh, like I said, I don't I don't blame people for that. I just you know think personally, I'd rather have the edge in the ownership. But I think Donovan Mitchell can absolutely outscore Trey Young. Um, I don't think it's an outlandish thing to say at all. So, anyways, I like I like me some Donovan Mitchell. Um, I do like me some uh, Dearest Garland as well. Seventy-five hundred. I just felt like when I had him up there, I had other guard options that were a little cheaper that provided me the same kind of ceiling. So I don't love the pricing there. Um, but I think you know in large tournaments he's probably going to be pretty low owned because of that very reason. So I, I like him in those situations for sure. Uh, and that's really it. That's all I am about Is that Cleveland side there? So moving on to the Charlotte Hornets and the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that there. Uh, Hornets. I'm sorry. The Nets are favored by eight points. Um, Two twenty six point five is that game total. Man, the the Hornets are are also bad. So this is a tough game too. I don't, I don't think I end up. Uh, okay, I didn't. Have, I end up with one. Okay, I've got a good. I've got a good one from this game. Uh, one guy I'm going to highlight here is Nicholas Claxton, sixty three hundred. I think you know, in general, a smart piece of advice for you guys this season and probably in the near future. Uh, for the next few seasons, is anytime you just see a center against the Charlotte Hornets, just lock him in. And if you don't end up on another center that you like better on that slate, which I clearly didn't, I just left him in my lineup here. I think he's a. Fi- I think it's always fine to play the center against Cleveland. Um, I'm sorry, against the uh, Charlotte Hornets. And I think that has to do with um, you know the pace of play. Now, one thing we have to think about here, um, as I'm saying this, is. You know, pace of play probably comes down without LaMelo Ball there, but they do still have Terry Rozier. Um, they still have wings that like to get out and run and shoot, um, you know, the first shot that comes available to them in Gordon Hayward, Brandon Miller, uh, Miles Bridges. Um, they still want to get out and do that. So I, I'm not too concerned about the pace slowing down here. I still think it's going to be a nice pace. Uh, and I do think, you know, centers just destroy Charlotte. It's been true for, like, what, three seasons now? Um, so there's no reason for us to fade that, uh, that trend at this point. Um, so 6300 for Nicholas Claxton. I like that pricing. I like the player. I like the matchup. Um, got mm-hmm. no problem with that with that play at all. So there you go. Uh, on the Charlotte side, if you are buying a uh, Charlotte uh, resurgence or, or whatever you want to say, just a, a good game from Charlotte. Uh, I did in the last one. In the last game, I thought they were going to really um, turn it up and win. Obviously, when the ball left and that sucked and, and didn't help anything. But, um, but yeah, they, they let me down. Um, actually, sorry, last one, they didn't have a mel ball the whole game. So I bet a bunch of overs on some of their other pieces and they were just absolutely dreadful. Uh, but you know, miles bridges is the 8,000, it's a pricey, it's a big price, but it's definitely worth it for him. Uh, he's going to have a big role. Terry was at 7,700, same thing. Um, you know, big price tag. But he's going to have that role. Gordon here was 6,400 is probably the pivot off of that. And I probably wouldn't find myself going any deeper than that on this particular site. So, uh, Okay. Um, Detroit at New York Knicks, um, we've got, for that, we have a, um, 13.5 point spread. 218.5 is the game total. It's a 218.5 game total and a 13.5 point spread. Something about that does not ring right, and that's why we're going to look into betting that with the wager pass from sports ethos. Um, I mean, I think, you know, the Pistons probably cover there. I mean, you're going to beat a team by 14 points when the total of the game is going to be 218, 219? That's rough, man. For the Knicks, especially. Like, I don't know. That's rough. That's rough. So, uh, I don't know about those numbers. But I do know that uh, I definitely would favor the Knicks to win this game. The the Detroit Pistons. Another team that's just terrible. So, we right after that, we got three terrible teams uh, here, which is a lot of fun. You know I love my terrible teams. But uh, people will be stacking against these teams. Uh, I think stacking any one of these games... You know, if that game goes into overtime or something like that, that, that can, can give you the edge in those large fields. So um, that's something you can consider as well. Uh, Detroit-New York Knicks, I have one guy I want to highlight here as well. Uh, it's Jalen Brunson, 8,400. The Detroit Pistons continue to give up a bunch of points to opposing guards. Not surprising that they're since they're rolling out Cade Cunningham and uh, Jaden Ivey. Uh, at their guard starting guard position, so you know, I do like any guards that are going against the Detroit Pistons now, the question is, can the Pistons keep this close? Again, I think you know, the Pistons are going to cover that 13.5 point spread, I'm, I'm probably going to go about it as soon as we get off here so, um, I do think that they keep it close, I do think that, you know, we get a full allotment of minutes from our New York Knicks guys, so Jalen Brunson for sure um, you know, if you wanted somebody on the Detroit side I just don't, I don't see anything I like, um, all of them are so priced up, um, because they've been good plays for a while now, I just no, I'm not, not gonna go anywhere. So there you go. That's the only one I like is is Jalen Brunson that uh in that matchup there. Indiana at My <laughs> Minneapolis? wow, well, my brain Miami. Indiana at Miami is that is what that game is. Uh that's staring me in the face here. Don't worry guys, I'm okay. Just slowly going insane. Um, okay. So we have here a uh two point spread in favor of the Heat. Two thirty nine point five is that game total. Um, that's fair. A um, little surprised that the Heat are favored here, I guess. Um, I think it is... Um, is it a back-to-back for the for the Pacers? That's the next question I had in my mind when I think something like that. Um, I don't think it is. No, it is not. So, you know, a little surprising. I mean, you never want to really bet against the, the Heat. I don't like doing that, really. But um, the Pacers are darn good. They are going to be without Jalen Smith. Really not a huge impact there. Um, Isaiah Jackson might also miss. Again, not not a huge impact there. I'm not not looking for anything there. Um, McConnell, also questionable. So nothing nothing super concerning there. So I, I don't like anything on the Indiana side. Let's just skip it. I'm going to tell you that I've got two guys actually in my dummy lineup here on the Miami side. So we'll talk about those guys. Um, Duncan Robinson, 6300. You know, earlier in the season we were attacking Indiana uh, at the guard position. They are giving up a bunch of uh, points to guards. They they push the pace. There's more shots to everybody in those games. So I do like me some Duncan Robinson here, even the, even compared to some of the other guys in that you know 5,500 to 5,900 uh, range that are, are pretty attractive as well. Um, I, I went with Duncan Robinson, spent up a little bit, because I do think uh, even though he's coming back from an injury, he can have a really nice uh, shooting game here against the Senior Pacers defense. So uh, Caleb Martin at 4,900 is the other guy I'll highlight here. And I've currently got them both stacked. I don't know if I want to end up with that. Probably not. But I guarantee there will be something that, uh, will open up um, in terms of value as we get closer to the tip-off for that game. So those are the guys I like there. Caleb Martin's starting to look really good, by the way. He's starting to really get involved in the offense, um, and of course he has to. Um, obviously, Jimmy Butler's questionable there, so if that happens, then I will stack those guys. Um, if Jimmy Butler is out or in, I mean, and playing, then I probably will just play one of them. All right, Atlanta at San Antonio, and um, yeah. Yeah, give me all of Atlanta. I mean, this this is going to be probably the most highly owned uh, team on the slate. I would have to think because when you pop up with their their team um, pricing, you see green everywhere for the opponent. Rank. Because the Spurs can't guard a uh, you know a wet paper bag. It's just it can't guard their way out of one. It's just uh, it's unfortunate, but that's the truth. And um, so yeah, of course you know Trey Young, like I said, going to be going to be pretty popular. Um, obviously Dejounte Murray. Um, Now, I like to move down, and I think a lot of people will do this as well. I really don't think this is outlandish or a pivot of any kind, but they're going to move down to those wings that have been kind of um, seeing some extra usage uh, thanks to Jalen Johnson being out. So, you know, we're talking about Sadiq Bay. We're talking about DeAndre Hunter. We're talking about um, my personal favorite, Bogdan Bogdanovich. I think Bogdan Bogdanovich is going to be very highly owned, so this is going to be a a chalky play. Uh, But he only shot 6 of 16 from the field in the last game. He still got 32.5. DK points, um, you know, grab some boards, had some steals, scored some, you know, scored some, uh, uh points. I mean, Hey, if, if you're telling me your ceiling is, is 30 DK points and you're at 6,000 and your ceiling is probably closer to like 55 DK points, then yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always going to have some interest there. Um, and I've got bogey in my lineup, him in all my lineups, um, that I make tomorrow, so I'll just leave it at that. So, yeah, give me all of the Atlanta side. On the San Antonio spot side, I mean, I was trying. I really want. I love running people back against the Atlanta Hawks. I was trying to see if there's a way to stack this game maybe. And I think you can, obviously. But, you know, Devin Vassal just doesn't doesn't inspire me. Victor Wimanyama is questionable for this one. So that's, you know, an important thing to be aware of. And if he is ruled out, I mean, you absolutely have to play Devin Vassal in that, in that scenario. I mean, it's a, it's a good matchup. He's going to get lots of usage. So um a lot's gonna depend on, you know, which way Victor goes. And, you know, they, they don't have any much of incentive to push him through injuries. So um, you know, hopefully he does sit and we can go ahead and play some of these guys. But yeah, I'd look at Bass, I'd look at Keldon Johnson. Um, you know, I would that's kinda it. That's <laughs> as far as like what can I trust on this team, you know, that, that's kinda it and I don't even trust those guys that well. So um yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I like Kelden. I like vassal, uh, if when sits, all right, the Lakers, uh, at OKC Thunder, this will be a good game, um, I don't know about for DFS if I want to target it, probably not, minus seven, seven point spread in favor of the Thunder, 229.5 is that game total, so, um, yeah, I think it's going to be kind of a slower one even than that, maybe it ends up over, but, um, just not super interested, you know, I think, you know, again, Anthony Davis intrigues me 10-2, um, the Thunder struggle against against big guys. The thing is, Anthony Davis doesn't really like play. He's not like a big guy. He's a skilled big. He's going to, you know, he scores in the mid-range. Um, He does have the ability to power over people, but it's, it's you know, it, it doesn't happen every game. It's hard to depend on him to do that. So I, I don't know. Um, You know, there's some other guys here at the end, of the, you know, Christian Wood, Cam Reddish, um, that maybe you could slip into and it would be kind of a contrarian play. I don't think it would be highly owned at all. Um, and those guys do have the ability to pop, obviously. So they're just always going to be people I mentioned. But um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm probably going to pass uh, on this game in general. Honestly, I mean, like, going back on the OKC side, going the other way, um, I've been saying all season the Lakers are pretty darn good. You know, they're they're decent enough on defense that I'm not looking to attack them really. And with the Thunder completely healthy, I mean, um, you know, maybe Jalen Williams at 5900. That's about it. So. Uh, just no interest there. I'm probably going to just skip that game. And you can on a nine-game slate. That's totally reasonable to do. Um, okay. Oh, I know you all want to hear me talk about Milwaukee and Chicago. I already did. I mean, you know, there's no... I'm probably skipping this game, too. There's there's no incentive for the Bulls. I mean, the Bulls... I can't talk to you about the Bulls because the Bulls have Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Alex Crusoe, all marked as questionable. So that's three-fifths of your starting lineup. You know, how, how am I supposed to talk about this game when we, we just don't have information? So, um, this is why, you know, these early looks aren't complete. And you need to get that DFS pass to stay on top of things as they change. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you want to play Giannis at 11-2, more power to you. I think, you know, it's expensive for, you know, you might only get three quarters out of him. And he may not even be really that interested, interested in putting up a, a big line or anything like that. So, I'm not super interested myself. Um... You know, Middleton, we can't trust him to play. Portis, Bobby Portis always seems to go off against the Bulls, but um, I hate buying those kind of narrative, so I'm not interested there. Now, let's say, uh, let me do this for you guys. You know, if, let's say for for the Bulls, um, all of our guys sit, right? We're trading them two days from now, and so we're not going to play them. So we're going to sit Zach Labee, and we're going to sit DeMar DeRozan. We're going to sit Alex Caruso. Um, You know, who's going to be, the guy there, obviously Nikola Vucevic is still there. Um, eighty-one hundred though, that price tag has climbed. Not interested. Uh, don't doesn't have that ability to really to really pop like that. I just you know when he was 7,200, 7,300, sure. Eighty-one hundred, no, I just can't. Um, Kobe White, sixty-six hundred. I think you know if all those guys are out, sure, yeah. Uh, against the Milwaukee Bucks, who haven't really been able to play defense this season, yeah, absolutely. Patrick Williams, five thousand, sure, yeah. Um, I think that makes a lot of sense as well. Um, you know, that's it. That's kind of, um, I mean, I have 4,300. I just don't, I don't trust Iowa's fantasy team at all. So I just don't go there usually, but, uh, I do suggest every now and then. So, you know, if you want to put them out there, uh, I get it. So there are some guys I will look at if those guys are ruled out. If everyone's ruled in, just not interested. If they're not interested in playing basketball, then I'm not interested in rostering them. Uh, Utah Jazz at Minnesota Timberwolves. (laughs) We have a 10-point spread here in favor of the T-Wolves, and it's a 221.5 game total. Uh, and this is an interesting one because Utah is going to be without Laurie Markkinen. And, you know, we have been targeting kind of the same guys um, with him being out. We've targeted John Collins. We've targeted uh, Walker Kessler. We've talked, targeted Kelly Olenek. And, and those are the same guys I'd be looking at here as well. Um, you know, not super interested in Keontae George. Um, I do think this is a, a positive gaming environment for everybody involved. Probably going to go um, maybe a little over what, it, what it's been listed as as long as uh, Jordan Clarkson plays. Uh, he's got the ability to pop, and of course, you know, without marketing, I mean, you could see a 40 real life point explosion from, from Jordan Clarkson here. It, w- it wouldn't surprise me. So, uh, you know, they're all kind of, all these guys are kind of, you know, on, on the radar here, but they just fall a little bit short for me. Um, and I didn't fall I didn't really fall in love with any of those plays. On Minnesota, um, yeah, I mean I think you know you can Anthony Edwards, 9,100, if he plays, he's doubtful. That's the big one though. So, you know, he's probably not gonna play here. And, you know, that makes Carl T. Towns eighty eight hundred, probably chalk. Um, which I don't have a problem fading <laughs> anytime Carl T. Towns is chalk. Um I don't know, I man. I don't wanna get into the whole, you know, weak mentally, bro. Like I, I it's not that. It's just, it's just he doesn't, he doesn't like, he doesn't have the ability to pop like that. It's just he's not going to pop like that against Utah Jazz. I just don't think he's going to do it. If he does, I'll eat my words. I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, but you know, I've got some interest down roster. Nick, uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker would absolutely be my lineups. Um, I'm gonna try to work him in there uh, as much as I possibly can, knowing that. Anthony Edwards is going to be out, so Kerr. I'm sorry, Dekele Alexander Walker uh, would be the guy I would slip in. He actually ends up being the same price as Caleb Martin, so I'd actually swap him in uh, for Caleb Martin um, if that's a you know something I'm looking at if you're between those guys or whatever. So that's uh, oh, and on the um, sorry, let me get back to that screen one second. Here we go. Um, okay. So, um, on the Minnesota side, yeah, that's it for the Minnesota side. So, the last game here on the site here is the Clippers at the Golden State Warriors. And um, for this game, we've got a 4.5 point spread in favor of the Warriors. Um, And on the Clippers, um, you know, they're on the back-to-back. So, it'll be interesting to see if they sit people. Could they possibly start doing that now with you know their team being made out of Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and James Harden? And Russell Westbrook. You know, I'm hoping we get a Russell Westbrook game um, of sorts. Terrence Mann would definitely be on the table at 4,800 if we knew. You know, one or two of those guys were going to sit. As it stands, if they're all healthy, no thanks. Just don't want to. Golden State Warriors. Warriors. Their pricing is like it's gotten out of control. I just don't know. Um, I mean, Clay Thompson when he was like 5900 was a great play. He's 6400 now against the Clippers. I mean, it's a contrarian play. I don't think I can do it. I don't think it's I've got the nuts to do that. Um, Darius Arch 5400 now. He was in the four thousands. It's just it's killed all the value. I don't see it, guys. I just don't see the plays here. So this would probably be a skip for me as well. Alright, I'm tired, I'm exhausted. You guys just got to walk through nine games. You know what you gotta do for me right now is you gotta go ahead and, and hit that like button, subscribe button, go leave me a review, tell me how we're doing. You gotta go do it. If you've been listening, freeloading, whatever, just, just go do it for me, please. Um, anyways, I am Keith Cork, you can find me on Twitter at, at ethoskeith, and you can follow the show and all that at, at ethosdfs. I'm gonna go to sleep, and you guys have a wonderful night, day, whatever you're listening, and... Hey, go get that money.